This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. Eldermorn. <laughs> Ooh, so many good witches. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Henry Hogfish. All I've got is a plate that's hot. We're back. You've completely, you've completely taken this to a different place. <laughs> I ran out of honks. Woo! He promised We're he honkless. was coming back, and he's back, baby. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Emily Axford. <laughs> okay, um, I was gonna do a really stupid uh, fear bonginia, but oh, now I guess uh, now we will just do fear bonginia. Uh, all I have is a mage's blade. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. You sold it. You waved your hands around and you looked nervous. I'm so, I'm so sad to miss the bonk. I'm so sorry. I thought we were really leaning into this, so I was just going to do a really loud honking, funk, bonk, honk, yonk. Murph's been texting me on the side asking me to stop. <laughs> He's applying pressure. He says, you set the precedent. Yeah. Uh, you're a leader here, Jake. You need to understand that. <laughs> and you have to do a rhyme. And then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Oh, Zerk for Vane, uh, giving Henry shots and mixing thing in pots. I was also going to do a honk one. <laughs> I've ruined wow, this episode. You've really fucked us. <laughs> I'm on your side, not Murph. I love it. No, no, no. You guys are oh Jake versus the world. Murph's Me and Jake, pong, my good little baby boy. Murph, my good dance little baby Murph. boy. Honk, honk. Apple honk, honk, teacher. Honky, honky. Honk, donk. It's too late. The You're already fish. my favorite, good boy, Jake. Wow, sitting in the front of class. You're already my favorite, you good little boy. Okay. Emily, let's go smoke some big cigars. <laughs> this sucks. Okay. This sucks. Uh, now, I know Jake, uh, as the teacher's pet, is begging for a little recap because he knows it's a structured part of the episode, and he loves structure, and he loves being a good boy. So let's get wow. into it. 
So last time, you spoke to Sib at the Blackthorn Hall, learning more about Madam Whitlock's involvement in Dr. Nebel's death. You agreed to work with Sib and a contingent of Rook veterans in a tandem effort to defeat the Whitlock siblings, Madam Whitlock and her brother Fergus. While Sib was planning to attack the Baroness at her new keep, you made plans to break out Sebastian and confront Fergus at the jailhouse. When you got there, though, you did not find Fergus, but rather Petty Jack and several knights of the Petty King. You made a brutal work of them. Then, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I think the first people you killed, maybe, and it was so brutal. An actual roasting. <laughs> it will haunt my nightmares. So that's what the roasting is. Okay, no, it makes no. sense. <laughs> uh, you Worth then, clarifying. You then saved Sebastian and questioned Petty Jack. Um, so after talking to him, uh, here is what you know about the mysterious happenings in Thornkirk so far. This is sort of all of the information you've gotten from um, Petty Jack, from Madam Whitlock, from Sib. Um, so you know that the Petty King of Outerboro, Thurston Brightleap, is getting religious in his old age and surrounding himself with worshippers of the Reaper uh, who are called scale tippers colloquially. It's essentially saying that somebody's like a Bible thumper. It's like a zealots of the reaper so amongst mm, these it. scale tippers is a contingent of x blades called the prophets who are hunting down the blades who stayed true to their commitment to the trickster uh they proved hard to find however so an old gang leader named petty jack was released from the petty king's dungeons to use his criminal contacts to find them in hiding one of these contacts was apparently madam whitlock who recognized nebel from the bounty and alerted the crown when nebel uh, went to leave town on the river on your first night together in Thornkirk. One of the prophets was waiting for him, an X-Blade called the Prophet Cain. After Nebel was killed, Madam Whitlock was re rewarded by the crown and given the title of Baroness of Thornkirk. She now plans to execute Sib in a display of strength to the townsfolk using an old reaper ritual where a victim is placed on a set of scales then dropped into a pit with a horror. You have just heard the bell toll signaling the start of the ceremony, and that's where we are now. All right. So you all are in the dungeons with Petty Jack and Sebastian. Uh, torches light the dark halls. The smoldering embers of the grease fire are going out, uh, and you feel the ground reverberate as you hear this bell ringing through the town outside. So are we getting the impression that this ringing bell is calling the town to go witness the ceremony at the church? Uh, you would assume that, Fia. Mm. Uh, and you see Petty Jack uh, looks around and just goes, all right, well, am I am I cool to go? Uh, I, I yeah. suppose. Uh, Mr. Jack, just remember that we let you go. You seem as though someone to uh, give favor fickle in a fickle way. So just remember we were good to you. Yeah. And also, you know what? Maybe give up this life of crime and become like a shock jock or a radio personality. I feel like you've really got the chops for it. I don't know what that is, so I'll probably just stick to crime. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. Thank you guys so much. Really, I mean, what a what a nice you know day to meet some new friends and everything, and have Can some of my I, other friends get blown up. Yeah, what's up? I hold my hand out for a kiss. Uh, you see, he um looks at your hand, super super confused, um, and then does a graceful bow and a kiss, um, and it goes, oh. "Wow, it's been a long ass time since I've done that." Well, uh, old Betty Jack's gonna be. In the old dusty trail. <laughs> All right, Petty Jack, remember this encounter. I will as well. Yep. Uh, Petty Jack uh, goes and leaves up the stairs, and Sebastian goes, Oh, finally, I can go home. 
Well, don't go there specifically. Uh, unless, do you have like a, a summer house or maybe like, I don't know, uh, like a hotel that you have a good rapport with that you could stay at? Mm. Yes, I mean, I, of course I have summer homes, but I prefer my one, my one regular keep. I'd love to get back there. I have so many horses who know how to dance. Oh, they're just preparing a shrimp feast for you there, and I don't think you should go just yet. Do we remember what they were doing with the horses <laughs> when we when we went to his house? Uh, yeah, you did. You did see um, them trying to stop the horses from dancing and to <laughs> run regular. Inhumane. <laughs> Between this and the pool, I understand who the villains are. They were teaching the horses to do taxes. Yeah. <laughs> if a horse wants to dance, you cannot keep that horse from dancing. Um, <laughs> you, Your keep belongs to someone else right now. At least temporarily. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we need to get out there and we need to challenge her to a duel. Last time was unfair. Uh, why? Because why was it unfair last time? I swung at her, but she moved. That, is that oh. not allowed? They don't usually do that when you're practicing. No, usually you're... they just stand there and I hit them and I say, point, mm-hmm. Sebastian, match. And then they bring in someone else. It's usually like a 12-year-old or something. And he sometimes <laughs> will try his best if it's like an unathletic 12-year-old. But the athletic mm-hmm. 12-year-olds, you know, they can give you a real go. And sometimes they have to throw the fight. Yes. When you are holding a sword to a tween... Is right. there not a moment where you question your life? <laughs> yeah. Sebastian's going to make yes. a wisdom check. <laughs> um, he gets a four. No, no, not really. That's how you train with swords, milady. Rachel. Okay, sir. You guys hear yes. bells ringing? I am okay. Rachel. Okay. Uh, we need to get to the church, uh, but we also want to make sure you are safe, Sebastian, because you have a very lively spirit and everyone can learn something from this. Yeah, why don't, you know, Sebastian, why don't you tag along, but just keep a distance once we get to the church. There's going to be a bunch of people there. You might get to watch an execution or you might get to watch us save somebody from getting executed. So either way, it should be pretty... How good are you at performative hiding, The Sebastian? best. I'm the best okay. at, well... I'm very good. I'm in the top 10th percentile in performative hiding, um, but also um, I'm the greatest fencer in Thornkirk. So just point me at whoever you want defeated, and I will poke them and prod them with any number of pointy weapons. How many people that you defeated in your training were over the age of 14? (laughs) Over the, like a full teenager? Like a full-on teenager. (laughs) Okay, yes, let me, like an adult let me, teenager. Let me, let me throw Sebastian, you're, throwing, you're throwing me off right now because usually... If you have to think about it, then I don't like yeah, the answer it's not, already. I'm just going to... Okay, the thing is I don't want to lie to you, right? Yes. yes. Words have noble. power. Be right. careful when you lie. You so, dilute the power of your words. So I've beaten upwards of 10, 12-year-olds. That's 120. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you... I Thank hold you. my hand out for a kiss. <laughs> without without question, just like instinctively, Noble just gives you a kiss. Okay? As he, as he kisses my hand, I would like to cast guidance on him. Oh, okay. Ah, you give him guidance, he feels even more misplaced confidence than he had before. <laughs> All right. Okay, um, let's... Yeah, we should add to the church. I'm, I'm worried. I'm wondering if Fergus is there or if he's still hunting the horror, so we should go check. Yes, I think we should. And Mr. Henry, I would like to say that I think that perhaps bringing Sebastian could get Sebastian hurt. Okay, I, I figured there would be a crowd so he could kind of just blend in. I could wear I could wear a costume. 
I'm very good at <laughs> costumes. Okay, I have said my piece. I will now accept whatever outcome happens. <laughs> I just fear that if he does not stick with us, he's going to wander back to the keep and get himself in trouble. <laughs> you see, Sebastian is just nodding next to you, hand on chin, and goes, that is likely. Okay, then. He should not be left alone. Okay. I will just keep secretly casting guidance on him via hand kisses. Uh, that's good. I'll say, yeah. He responds he, to that. He he goes and he, he, he picks up like a severely burnt breastplate <laughs> from uh, one of the guards here uh, and just like puts on their clothes. It looks really strange, but he doesn't look like the Baron. He's got like a little hood on now. Cool. All right. Let, well, let's, let's hightail it. So you guys go back up the way that you came in. Um, you go back to the cell that was locked in the corner, open up that door, uh, remove the false tile from the ceiling um, and are able to climb back up. You get back up onto the first floor of the jailhouse and you hear that it is like a ghost town in here that like most of the guards would probably be at this execution. So with your um, guards regalia on and everything, you guys are able to uh, quickly sneak out without any kind of a problem. Do I still have uh, bone claws or do those go away after? The they night? last for an hour. So you do and still have- And everyone still has their gift of alacrity because that lasts for eight hours. Nice. Oh, wait, does that nice. mean we're able to keep up with Via when she sprints? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> She's like a goddamn gazelle. As you all sprint out of the barracks, not suspicious at all, um, you feel the cool autumn air hit you um, and it begins to rain. Um, you hear the bell tolls as townsfolk gather beneath the gray sky. You see people heading towards the chapel on the edge of town, across the bridge, across the river. Uh, you see uh, in the town, uh, there are a few town's guards um, riding around on horses, gathering people up and shouting for them to convene at the chapel. Oh, I hate this. This is such a hard-handed display of religious power. Oh. So you all get to the cemetery and see that just outside of the small chapel that you enter to get into the catacombs, a crowd has gathered around Madame Whitlock, clad in all black. She usually wears white. Um, you guys are able to kind of blend in amongst the crowd. Um, you see Madame Whitlock is flanked by members of the town guard, uh, some of the petty knights, and some rook goons. They are standing around a deep pit next to a giant set of scales. One of the plates is offset with weights and sits safely in the dirt, while the other is high and hangs precariously over the pit. And from deep within the pit, you hear the horrifying croak of some kind of horror. May I consult Volk hmm. to see if this is a horror or my guardians of the Grove book? Yeah, go ahead. See. Yeah, go ahead and give me a... Uh, Volk would probably have it. Uh, you you wrestle with Volk um, as you hear the strange croak coming from the hole. Volk, identify the croak. Um, go ahead and give me a history check. 18 plus 6, 24. 24. Fia, you are aware of this because you've seen Batilda fight one before. Uh, this is a pretty common creature, um, but very dangerous. This is called a Toadlamax. I whisper to Mr. Henry and Mr. Zerk, this is a Toadlamax. Okay. And a Toadlamax is a basically a giant toad slug. 
What's that? Like a giant a cold giant slug? Giant tall All right, slug. that's what I thought. Bring out your salt, Mister <laughs> Sir. Bring it out. So it is. Um, I knew it was worth saving some. It is very dangerous because it has like a long tongue and it can swallow you, but it is pretty slow. So it's kind of the perfect monster to have in this pit um, to eat a defenseless person. So you see, after a moment, um, as most of the town seems to have already gathered here and the rain pours down. Does the town look like they are curious about this? I want to know if they're like complicit in this or if there is a sense that this is wrong. It, it looks like a mixture. It looks like people are mostly scared. Um, Thea and you hear- takes note of those who are enjoying this, so yeah. she will remember that she does not like this. Fia, you remember Petty Jack saying in the dungeons that um, Madam Whitlock had somebody on the inside amongst uh, Sib's allies, and um, you notice standing amongst like the rook goons and stuff is the dude who gave you shit for reading books at the bar. Looks like was in fact not actually on Sib's side. Uh, so you see he's smiling. I knew I felt a sense of insincerity <laughs> when they tried to say that they were sorry. Um, so after a moment, uh, you see Madam Whitlock steps out and addresses the crowd. People of Thornkirk, I am your new baroness, but I would like to return Thornkirk to the old ways. A safe place where injustice is not tolerated. Uh, and you, you hear some like murmurs amongst the crowd, people looking a little confused. She is wringing her hands. This is really sick stuff. And you see her go, you know me as the leader of an organization called the Rooks. We've employed dozens, maybe hundreds of you, dock workers, bartenders, bodyguards, cooks, cleaners, blacksmiths, cobblers, all have the Rooks to thank for the coin in their pockets I will admit there was an unsavory element of the business that may have dominated our reputation, but that was perpetrated by a few lone actors, some of whom I will present to you today as a show of faith. You see, exiting the chapel is Fergus Whitlock, holding Sib, all tied up and beat up. You see they've got a busted lip, huge black eye behind them is a priest of the Reaper, clad in all black with silver chains hanging down from his shoulders. You see they approach the scale and spin it to place Sib on one plate. On the other, they remove the weights and the priest steps on it to offset the weight. They then pivot it again and send Sib hovering precariously over the edge. And you see the priest addresses the crowd from the scale. Sib Bonkinya! You have been accused of conspiracy against the Baroness, and therefore treason against the good King Brightleap himself. We will leave it to the hand of God to judge. If you are worthy of life, the fair Reaper will pull back his horror. If not, it will rip your sinful flesh from your bones and send your soul to Exodus clean and anew. May he judge you fairly, Fia. As you hear him say, judge you fairly, you are transported back to a time when you were in Sib's position. You are in a small village in Innerborough, 
surrounded by angry townsfolk. They're dressed in incredibly plain clothing. Many of them look malnourished and skinny. Uh, There's a chill bite in the air as the wind whips through dead trees and pebbles bounce along the bleak landscape. Fia, you are maybe 12 years old, um, a young girl hovering over the edge of a pit, tied to the high plate on a set of scales. On the other side of the scale, your father offsets your weight. Chain of silver scales around his neck. He's clad in all black. Below you, you hear the hungry moans of a zombie at the bottom of a pit, baring its teeth at you, trying to climb up to grab you, but failing, keeps like clawing up. You see like blood coming off of its fingernails as it tries to like um, reach at the dirt, but keeps losing its grip. And you see your father, the preacher, begins the ceremony and goes, Fia Boginia, you have been accused of dabbling with the trickster's magic and aiding a fugitive in escaping the fair reaper's judgment. We will leave it to the hand of God to judge your fate. Father, father, please, I... I didn't think you would actually do this. I am very scared now, please. If this was meant to teach me a lesson, I have learned it, please. Uh, you see, he looks away from you and without looking you in the eye goes, I didn't think it would come to this fear. I didn't think I would have to do this, but you forced my hand. I don't understand. I thought that this was all for my salvation, but when you do this, How does this help me? Is this really just for your salvation? You see he looks down, doesn't respond, and just pulls out a book and begins a prayer. This is what he would do to the rest of your family? And when I am gone, who will you have left? You see he's trembling, and he just holds his scales, and he keeps yanking them down to the right side, and he's like whispering something to himself. And after a moment, Fia, you suddenly feel... A calm hand. It's so gentle that it doesn't even startle you. You feel a hand on your shoulder. Relax, girl. I met your friend, Arena, out on the road. She said it might be good if I came and caused a little trouble here. Do I see a hand on my shoulder? Um, You turn and look. You are tied up. You do not feel any weight on the scales. And uh, this, this appears to be somebody who is invisible and flying. I think that I don't want to alert my father. So I think I just continue to look at him and I say, Perhaps, father, the trickster will see to that which the reaper has neglected. Uh, you hear a gasp amongst the crowd. Your father goes... Quiet! Settle down, everyone. The Reaper will judge you, girl. Or the trickster will save me. You see, he just sighs and shakes his head, and he goes, May he judge you fairly, Fia. You see, he steps off, the scale tips, and you brace yourself to drop, but you don't. You hear a gasp 
amongst the crowd as you are scooped by a woman with silver hair on a flying broom. <laughs> she looks like a mix uh, between a witch and a hunter, flop hat and long purple cloak. Various jewels and amulets adorn her, tattooed runes all along her neck and any exposed flesh and a crescent blade at her side. Uh, and you hear her yelling for everyone to hear, that wasn't very fair, sending her in there all tied up. What do you say, girl? How about we even the odds? Um, and she just <laughs> carelessly throws the blade back to you. Um, Pia, go ahead and give me an athletics check to try to catch it. 14 plus five, a 19. 19, Fia, you catch the blade. Um, and it feels right in your hands and you feel strong. Um, you see she on this flying broom, uh, her on the front, you behind her, everyone screaming and freaking the fuck out. She <laughs> nosedives down into the pit uh, towards the zombie and she goes, go on, give it hell, girl. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll, Fia, with advantage. <laughs> yes, trickster, whatever you say. Uh, that is a four. A four. Um, Fia, you um, go to- I'm sorry. I just thought it was enough that I caught the blade. <laughs> you get just, I've done little that, more than That was a great bread. catch, girl. That was a great catch. Uh, you swing um, and just whiff on this zombie big time. And she goes like, all right, second pass, second pass, one more pass. <laughs> Good teacher. Uh, make another attack roll. <laughs> Learn from your mistakes. Uh, 16? <laughs> 16 hits. Um, Fia, you come back. You cut through it in one cleave. You both fly back up, hover over the ground. You hear the horrified yells of the crowd have turned to stunned silence as you float back to the surface. I hope that your faith is strengthened on this day. And I flip everyone off. <laughs> you see, she, you see, um, Batilda, uh, she goes like, my name's Batilda, by the way, uh, girl, what's your name? You're not the trickster? The trickster? <laughs> <laughs> no, just one of her followers. <laughs> but you do things that only a trickster could do. Oh, that's right, girl. That's right. Will you teach me this? Oh, I can teach you a lot of things. And you see, um people are starting to get uh, kind of riled up again. Your father looks up at uh, you and Batilda and goes, take her and go. You chose this father, not me. You chose this. A convent, marriage, or the fucking pits. This is the options you give me. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check, Fia. Mm. Shout out to the two crew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you see uh, your father just looks up at you and goes, consider the mercy that we don't shoot you out of the air right now. Consider it a mercy that I don't hate you. And if you want it to stay that way, do not try to find me or Irina. You see uh, Batilda leans in and goes, what do you think, little fang? Should we get out of here? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that a moment of excitement uh, is now being a bit blistered by reality. And so I look just with tears in my eyes and I nod solemnly. You nod solemnly. Wait, I, there is someone I need to get. A little book. A little book? A little book. My friend Arena made him dance. And uh, she goes, all right, well, let's go get your little book and we'll be on our way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all of you! Fuck all of you! 
uh, starts giving the middle finger to everybody um, and flies off. Uh, okay, now I'm having fun again. I give the middle fingers. <laughs> Two little broomsticks. You guys give the middle fingers um, and you fly off. Um, and Fia, whew, you are back in the real world. Fia, Fia, did you warg into Bookfar? What's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have been in Sib's position, and this is finally my chance to pay the world back. We have to get Sib out of this unsavory position. And can I use my final spell to cast, not ritual cast, just cast Tensor's Floating Disc and run so that it goes under the scale? Essentially, I want to run over there and just cast it right underneath so that it's a platform in between a sib scale and the total of max. Yeah. (laughs) You guys see kind of everything's playing out in slow motion here. You see the priest is finishing his ritual. Looks like he's about to step off. You see Fia cast Tensor's Floating Disc and Zerk. As you look on and see Fia running towards the pit... You look out in the crowd, um, and you have a memory that triggers from this. Um, What? You look around at all these nervous onlookers, and you remember back when you were a young boy with your mother. You are hiding amongst a crowd standing in front of a stage, and there's a sign on the stage that reads, Vervain heals the pain, all cure elixir. There's a display up there with a bunch of baubles and jars filled with a red liquid. Um, your mother, uh, who usually wears a multicolored uh, cloak uh, and a top hat, does not have her top hat on and has her cloak on inside out so that it looks boring and gray. And as the people um, murmur in excitement around you, uh, you hear her whisper to you, See, Zerky, you can't get on stage until you know your audience. They act like themselves when they don't know you're watching. Um, And you hear nearby, you hear a man and his wife argue about whether or not an elixir could possibly cure all. Um, uh, The woman is insisting that it's foolish, but the guy uh, thinks that it could possibly work, that it could be magic. And you hear your mother go, see, that's our volunteer. He's as desperate to prove the elixir works as we are. Oh, mama, you found your mark. You see, she keeps scanning the crowd with you, uh, puts her arm around you and goes, now look at that. There's a couple of scale tippers back there. We'll wave the sprites away with some iron to start so they'll think we're one of them. And you see the vials on that man's belt? Mm-hmm. That means he's a rival alchemist, most likely. We'll throw him a compliment up top, maybe get him on our side. And then it's... All easy street from there. (laughs) She smiles. Uh, She gets down on one knee, uh, puts uh, her hands on both your shoulders. What what can I do? I want to help this time. Oh, Zerky, I just need you to watch and learn because someday I'm not going to have enough pep in my step to be able to go up there and you might need to inspire a crowd. (laughs) That that day will never come. What, with all your elixirs and whatnot? You'll be able to live forever. That's likely. Very likely, Zerk. Yes, they do work. They do absolutely 100% they work. work and they work, Mama. They work. It's all good. I'm going to be It's around. right on the sign. It says they really work. It, they, it, Vervain heals the pain, buddy. That's right. 
Now, look, <laughs> just trust Zerk. They really work. That's. I thought maybe we could add that to the sign. I <laughs> love that, Zerky. A kid lying to people like that, they believe in hook, line, and sinker. I mean, not lying, telling the truth. That's what yeah. we do. We tell the truth to the best of our ability, and sometimes in order to work to the best of our ability, we need money to purchase food to keep ourselves operating at the highest cognitive level, and that means we might have to lie. Does that make sense? So in a way, we're telling the truth, Zerky. Do you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> now look out here, Zerky. Remember, there are no individuals in a crowd like this. Just one big, scared animal. It's up to you to decide. Are you its mama or its lunch? Uh, you see she suddenly flips her cloak back to the multicolor uh, and hops deftly onto the stage. Oh, Gentle townsfolk, part. gather around, gather around. Ah, uh, you, sir. Uh, you see she points to the dude who um, was just like arguing that the potion could work. Me? And she uh, brings him <laughs> on stage. She begins going through her whole thing. Got him. And Zerk, you are brought back to reality. Um, as you look around the crowd, your mother taught you to read crowds like this. You see that most of the people are just scared, but there are a lot of people that look like they just need a little push to jump and stop this. It's like, who's going to fire the first shot? Um, go ahead and give me a perception check with advantage. 22. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Zerk, you're going to get everything. <laughs> give Zerk, it to me. Zerk, you look around. Some of the guards have their hands on their hilts. Like, Look like they're ready to jump in and try to stop this. Um, you see Willie is here. You see Marcy is here. You see Willie is like dangerously close to being the first one to go, like has his hand on his sword and is shaking. You also see behind Fergus in the chapel, several of the Rook veterans are tied up. It does not look like Sib was betrayed by everybody. It looks like it was just the one dude. It looks like there are more Rooks on Sib's side that are going to be executed today. They are here. You see Spritel flies off and gives you a little assist. You see they whip around a small group of people, a couple and a baby. Um, And you see as Spritel whips around them, you kind of wonder like, what is special about these people? You look. Who brings a baby to an execution? (laughs) You see. It's hard to get a sitter. It's hard to get a sitter for an execution. Uh, You see they have their teeth bared and they kind of have fangs and you see they Mm. have long sideburns like they're a little hairier than your average human and you know right away (laughs) that this is the little werewolf family that Fia helped. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's what I want to do. I get three rocks or just small objects off the ground. I want to use three charges of magical tinkering to infuse each of them with a small message. Whoa. Uh, and I think the message I say, I basically just like make it sound, I'll try to throw my voice even a little bit, just okay. to make it sound like I'm a disgruntled person in the crowd saying like, this won't stand. Like, we can't let these damn scale tippers come in here and just tell us how to run our town. This is Thornkirk. <laughs> we got to show our thorns. <laughs> um, and what I do is I get Spritel to basically drop those stones in people's pockets in the crowd. Basically try and like disperse this message amongst the crowd. 
awesome. via these magic stones. Um, you see Fia charging towards the pit. You see you scope out the crowd. You see that there's hope here. Spritel grabs these magically infused rocks, um, begins floating in, um, dropping pebbles in people's pockets. Um, you see people uh, kind of look around and start to get inspired. Um, you see Willie full on draws his fucking sword. Yes, <laughs> Willie. Um, Henry, um, you look out and you see as Willie pulls out his sword, um, like shaking, but looks like he's going to try to stop this. <laughs> as you watch this like teenager thinking about intervening, you notice in this moment that he's right about the same age that oh. your son would be right now. So you haven't seen him in years and you hear a voice behind you go, yeah, things are pretty bad. Now's about the time we usually skip town. Yeah, you're right about that, Shank, but let's see what happens if we stick around for a little bit. All right, well, I can't do much, but 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 I uh, suddenly you see he begins rapidly aging, almost like phasing out, like going in and out of being a shadow, out of being Shank, and then out of being this older man. You see Whoa. white hair, bags under his eyes. Um what? he looks like a very old version of you. Um, and you realize this is the man that you've been seeing in the mirror. Ah, shit. And you see in this moment, he goes to uh, grab you. Um, his hands go through you. Uh, and he goes, I'll do what I can to help you, to help us. Jesus, yeah, anything to get me to not look like you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, uh, as he begins to dissipate and turn back into a shadow, he goes, Whatever, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, uh, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> fuck you, buddy. Such negative, literal self-talk. <laughs> um, you see, he dissipates and turns back into a shadow, um, but dark energy flows from his position and begins to circle around your hands, and you feel your bone claws strengthen, and they begin to feel more natural. Um, and you get the sense that maybe you could start summoning them on your own now. Well, <laughs> well, damn, actually, uh, thank you. Thank you, buddy, wherever you are. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, Henry, you've just seen Zerk uh, start getting the crowd on your side. Uh, you've seen Fia running towards this pit. What would you like to do? Oh, man. Um, I guess I turn to Shank and I say, you know, we've been trying to do everything all by ourselves for so long. Let's... Let's see what happens if we work together, you good-for-nothing lug. <laughs> After this, you better get some shadow potato skins. <laughs> you know it, buddy. And I'm going to take off uh, in a sprint uh, after, after Fia. You guys see, as the priest finishes his prayer, steps off the scale, you see Sib... This is somebody whose friends are all, you know, crooks and bandits and shit. <laughs> they don't think anybody's coming for them. Um, just head down, not even looking. You hear this monster croaking in the pit. You see as the priest steps off, the scale tips, and you see... Tensor's floating disc comes under. <laughs> yeah. uh, you see the scale stops. Um, you see... Uh, instant uproar you see a bunch of guards um go up to um grab their swords and start going towards fia you see people in the crowd some of them grab clubs um and pull out like improvised weapons um fia as like a crossbow bolt flies at you you see um you are tackled 
by a werewolf? What? I'm your friends! <laughs> I know, I'm trying to save you. Hey, Fia, oh, you delivered my baby. You. you and Book Farm. <laughs> yes, yes. How is the young pup? Yeah, it's me, Randall. It's good to see you. How is the young pup? What did you name them? Oh, I named him, uh, you had that suggestion, Little Fang. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, Zerk, you have successfully gotten a bunch of people on your side. Uh, the crowd is pretty much split half and half. Um, Madam Whitlock is just screaming, Stop this! I command you to stop this! Uh, you see Fergus Whitlock um, whips out his hammer. They kind of lock their eyes on you guys as uh, public enemy number one. Um, you see your friends. You see um, Marcy. Uh, you see uh, Sib is struggling to kind of try to get out. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. 12 for Fia. 11 for Zerk. 18 for Henry. So I'm going to tell uh, you all how this fight is going to work. Um, you guys have a few people that are going to act on their own initiatives and try to help you. Um, Sib is going to act on an initiative, and Sebastian is going to act on an initiative because Sebastian <laughs> is there with you. Um, initiative 20, I imagine. I am very, very worried. I am saving a chronal shift to try to save Sebastian's <laughs> yeah. life. Sebastian mounts a dancing pony. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if Sawash was a, a mounted combat, or if he was a cavalier, but with a dancing pony. <laughs> Sebastian whips yeah, out a way too big um, pike uh, that he stole from one of the uh, knights. Oh, a theft from a rich person. Uncomfortable. <laughs> the most common kind. Not unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on initiative one, you guys are going to get an ally action. You're going to roll a d4. The higher you get, the better ally you get temporarily. The idea basically being is that they get like knocked into Fergus and they attack Fergus for a round, like that type of deal. Mm. Um, but other That's than cool. that, they're like tearing through knights and shit like that. Um, sweet. So on initiative 19, that is Sib. Sib is bound. This is um, the worst uh, thing that could happen to them for their initiative to be so high. Uh, so they're mm. actually, you know what? They will just hold their turn. Uh, but you see they look up um, and look uh, super hopeful. Uh, Henry, that's your turn. All right. How close am I to Sib? Um, I'll say you guys all got within like 20 feet is when like shit went down. Um, so you see the people that you guys are going to kind of have to deal with are the people near the pit. So you've got um, Madam Whitlock here, Fergus. You've got this croaking monster that is trapped under the tensor's floating disc is not doing anything yet, but is like screeching and croaking. There's the priest who looks like he's getting ready to cast some spells. Um, you see there's also two goons and two guards. Got it. And Sib is tied oh, up. Man. Henry, if um, you can get people to come to the edge of the pit also, you know, yeah, just like, encourage people to fight us here so I can hit them with my sword. Yeah, let's tabletop cool. them into the pit. Battle's going down over here, <laughs> all right? <laughs> all the cool folks are battling right near the lip of the pit. <laughs> yeah, you see Madam Whitlock goes like, you fools, as if we'd ever agree. And you see Fergus goes, out of the way. Uh, it starts running towards you. I thought we'd be able to get him. Um, then I'm going to look at my cool new bone claws uh, underneath my cloak and kind of like shed it over my shoulders and be like, these could be useful. Um, <laughs> and I'll try to uh, cut through Sib's binding. Sweet. Um, go ahead and um, I'll say make an athletics check. If you do um, 15 or higher, I'll still let you make an attack on this nice. round. Nat 20. Whoa! Woo! Oh, yeah. Good Baby. lord. Um, without breaking stride, um, you run across the tensor's floating disc, um, shadowy bone claws out, slash through the ropes that are binding Sib. Um, you see Sib goes, wow, my fighter, my champion. That was 
Good. That was just good. <laughs> Fuck. I wish your praise didn't feel so good to me, but it does. Um, you see, they were probably like stripped of their weapons, um, but they've got so many like daggers on them and stuff. You see, they reach like behind their knees and pull out two <laughs> daggers um, and just whoosh, like disappear behind you like a shadow um, behind Shank joining you and whoever you're going to attack. Nice. Fucking cool. Um, all right. So I guess I'll, I'm going to attack. I'm going to attack Fergus. Sweet. It's, it's uh, yeah, the rematch see, that I wanted. You see Fergus <laughs> is about 10 feet from the pit. You still have more movement. You go another 10 feet. You uh, shadowy bone claws uh, out. Sib uh, running next to you. Fergus in the rain with his hammer getting prepared to swing. His sister screaming at him to stop running towards the pit. Uh, go ahead and make your <laughs> attack, Henry. Awesome. As a bonus action right before my attack, I'm going to summon Shank. Uh so I'm flanked by Sib and Sh Sib on my right, Shank on my left. <laughs> you see, um, Shank is um, running behind you a little bit slower than Sib, running at like a brisk jog. <laughs> Come on, you fuck! Ah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I just got summoned. Give me a break. Let me have some coffee. Uh, that is a 26 to hit, Fergus. Uh, yeah, that hits. Eight damage. You slash across Fergus's chest. You see uh, immediately, like, huge rush of blood would definitely have hurt a normal person, um, but he just, he does, he is swinging down on you with his hammer and does not stop his strike as you, like, <laughs> stab into him. <laughs> but uh, as his defenses are down, Sib is going to sneak in and attempt to, like, stab him under his ribs. There you go. Ooh, shout out to the two crew. That's going to miss. Oh. Uh, does it make, oh, makes two short sword attacks. Uh, takes a second attack. Let's see. 14 to hit. Misses. Fergus uh, is able to, like, use the back of the hammer to kind of, like, nudge them out of the way. That is the guard's turn. Two town guards who are um, hitching their uh, wagons to the Baroness um, uh, draw swords and run towards you for the new Baroness. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> we, we're loyal. Really, talk to your brothers. Loyal for the day. Uh, first one swings, uh, misses big time. Sweet. We should save them. Almost <laughs> falls into the pit. Uh, next one takes a swing. Be careful. That one is definitely going to hit. That's a 19 to hit you. That does hit. That guard hits you for four damage, Henry. Okay. On... Initiative 17. You see Madam Whitlock begins walking towards you, Henry. You see she whips out her parasol. Uh, you see a knife extends from the end of it. Uh, and you see she lunges forward with it like a piercing weapon. Jeez, that, that does more than block out uh, sun and rain, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got it at Fashion Bug. Um, uh, misses on the first attack. Jeez, I can't roll for shit. Thorn Creek uh, economy is thriving ever since you took over. 12 to hit. Uh, misses. Second one, 21 to hit, is definitely going to hit. Uh, you see she um, whips the parasol around to, like, the side with, like, the hook, grabs your heel, and attempts to trip you. Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. Up, up. Oh, that's definitely going to trip me up. That's a, that's a natural three. She's able to pull your heel up. You flop down on your back. You take five damage. Uh, she makes her last attack with advantage. Not my back, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one is a 24 to hit. She stabs into you for five damage. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Shout out to the two crew. Yikes. <sighs> Henry, you are dazed. 
Um, this is a new mm -hmm. stun mechanic that I'm doing because on short rest, I was talking about how I think stun um, makes people not have fun in this game because they just sit Stun's there and no do fun. nothing. I'd hate to not uh, have fun this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so you are um, you are stabbed. Uh, you see like the blade at the end of her um, uh, parasol seems to have some kind of like poison on it, and you begin to get woozy for uh, the next round until her next turn. Uh, you're gonna have disadvantage on all checks and attacks. Great. Um, that is Sebastian's turn. Good mechanic. Sebastian rushes forward and goes, "Take your umbrella away from my cousin." Sebastian, <laughs> please. Surprisingly please. loyal. Blended with the crowd. Remember, Sebastian has guidance. Got guidance takes and a also privilege. Takes a swing <laughs> at Madam Whitlock. Shout out to the two crew. Um, oh, trips no. and falls prone next to uh, Henry. Cousin, save me! I thought you were I saving me. I yield, cousin. <laughs> you can't yield. We're fighting to the death now. Uh, Fia, that's your turn. Uh, okay, so what is the diameter of this pit? Because I need to understand if I can get to where they are without fucking with my disc or moving it. The disc does not need to be there anymore because Sib's not there anymore. <laughs> okay, so I will just... Uh, in that case, I will run to Madam Whitlock and Fergus. Sweet. Uh, who are you going to attack? I'm going to Green Flame Blade to attack uh, Fergus. Great. Okay, I got a 18 to hit Fergus. Uh, that hits. 13 nice. damage to Fergus with my uh, Holy shit. attack. It's like a bunch of rodents right. trying to take down a big animal, just like <laughs> scraping at them. Uh, the two, the, You guys and Sib and Shank uh, are up there. Uh, and... And I did green flame blade, so uh, that uh, so six fire damage to Madam Whitlock if she's within five feet. You see green nice. flame jumps from your blade as you swing onto Fergus. You see it jumps onto her immaculate hoop dress. Um, she quickly <laughs> is able to put it out, and she's like, you're lucky I'm not wearing white today. <laughs> yeah, why aren't you, huh? You're trying to represent something that maybe you don't believe in, or do you believe in it now? I believe in justice. Oh, do you now? <laughs> injustice, not in injustice. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Well, I, you know, honestly, I'm trying to bring in. I'm trying to bring justice to your brother. So perhaps you help me with this, and I swing <laughs> at Fergus again. Sweet. That is a dirty twenty. Uh, mm -hmm. Dirty twenty hits. Rolled poorly, but that is still eight damage. Sweet. Um. Two goons are going to rush up to help Madam Whitlock. They are going to take cracks at Fia. Okay, werewolves, protect me. I have no <laughs> spells left to shield myself or you see heal. The, the, one of the werewolves is just like fully eating a knight. Hang on, I'll be there in a sec if I can. <laughs> <laughs> Eat up, sup, sup, everyone. So cool, you know that guy. Goon misses on the first attack, Fia. Second attack is a 15 to hit, misses. Other goon yeah. gets two attacks. Shout out to the two crew misses. Chugga, 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 chugga. Choo, choo. 19 does hit. 19 does hit. Okay, um, yes, he does. Uh, that is actually only three damage, though. Uh, okay, for three I'm going damage. to tell this, per this goon, just so you know, when we are friends at the end, this will be a fun story. We tell, you took away my last temporary hit point. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very nervous. Uh, it's the dude who uh, uh, hates books. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Yeah. That's who I'm it gonna, was? I'm going to club those books off your damn off your damn belt. Never mind. <laughs> I changed my mind for you. We will not be friends afterwards. Save yourself the time and just jump in the pit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to salt you with the slug. Uh, Zerk, that is your turn. I want to sprint over to the 
scale. Okay. Um, and I want to hold my action until a point where a lot of people that aren't my allies are positioned next to the pit. And at that moment, I want to swing the scale around and try and knock them all in. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Cool. So you, yeah, we said it has kind of like a spinning mechanism so that they can mm -hmm. like load people up on the side and then um, spin it over the edge of the pit. Uh, you rush over to the side of the scale. Um, you grab the mechanism um, and start kind of sliding it, getting it into position uh, to kind of scoop people uh, with the one scale. Scoop of justice. A scoop of justice. <laughs> so Fergus, Madam Whitlock, Fia, Sib, and Henry are all together. At, along with the guards that are attacking them and the goons that are attacking them. So they're all in a cluster. You see this priest, though. This priest was getting is getting ready to cast <laughs> a spell. Um, you can make an attack on the priest if you would like, or you can wait. Mr. Zerk, the priests are bad of the Reaper, okay? It's not like a good priest. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of good priests. <laughs> yes, forget them right now, because you are not dealing with one. Okay, I'm going to swing the scale around and get this priest. Sweet. Yeah. I will say, um, let's say it's pretty slow moving. I will give Can it. Can I use uh, tinkering to grease it? Uh, okay, I'll allow you to grease it. We'll give it a plus five to hit. But if you hit the priest, he's pretty much fucked. Get tipped. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. Yes. That's an 18 plus five. That's a 23. Holy shit. Um, no joke. This uh, priest was um, on. Uh, initiative nine so like two down from you was about to heal fergus um you see <laughs> wow. him, um yeah, uh, holding his um scale reaper chains um is um mouthing some kind of prayer you see uh like blue energy glowing around him and suddenly he is walloped with the one side of the scale <laughs> zerk as you spin it around uh this dude ah no reaper save me save me judge me fairly trickster for life you will see how fair this scale is uh you see this dude uh falls 15 feet uh instantly takes four damage lands in the pit uh and you hear the toad lamax going rrr, rrr. And this dude screaming. To the max. Uh, it acts on initiative five, so it doesn't act yet, but it is definitely going to attack him. Yes. So this dude is in a bad way, screaming. I yield, I yield. So many cowards we fight. Yeah. So Ashton also yelling, I yield back. We Let's find peace. Great. So everyone yields. Got it. <laughs> raise your hand if you're yielding. Uh, that is Fergus's turn. How about, I, how about I raise my hammer if I'm not yielding? Uh, and attempts to crush. You're no petty jack. Um, <laughs> attempts to crush our friend Henry, who is prone right now. Oh! Uh oh. Him and his sister are a powerful team. Ooh, that's that's a nat seven and a nat six. That's only a thirteen to hit. That does not hit. <laughs> okay, misses on attack one. Oh my lord! It's too slight. Fifteen to hit. That misses, baby. Misses on attack yes. two. How did you miss? I'm lying here. What? <laughs> I'm really mad. Uh, that one's definitely going to hit. Uh, that's a Chronal shift. That's a 25. <gasps> Chronal shift. <gasps> okay. I'll roll again. Yes. That's still going to hit. That's a 24 to hit. Oh. Oh. Thank you, Fia. 
Ooh, baby. God. Uh, 13 damage smashes Yowch. into your chest, Henry. Um, blood uh, begins coming oh. out of your mouth uh, as you cough up some blood. Uh, he's going to use a bonus action to take a uh, second wind. Uh, Henry, go ahead and uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Of course. I can't pass a goddamn saving throw to save no. my life. That's a, uh, another shout out to the two crew. Ah, um, you, in, you, Henry, in this moment, begin to kind of fall back on the old Henry. You're like, what am I doing here? This is crazy. I got to get out of here. You are frightened of Fergus. Fuck. You were right, Shank. You were fucking right. Yeah, we got to get, get out of here, man. Let's get down and get some wings somewhere, it's all right? still happy no, hour. Mr. Henry, where would you go? Why would you leave? We are friends for life, and it is really hard to be friends for life and also be long distance. Yeah, that you know, fair. I just really can't be around this guy. <laughs> uh, that is the Toad Lamax's turn. The Toad Lamax is Toad going Lamax. to attack the priest. Reaper, judge me fairly! Judge me fairly, please! You gotta judge me fairly, I'm a priest! Oh, you know that priest has no salt. Hits with a 25 to hit. <laughs> this to uh, Zerk, you're still like hovering above it. You're kind of laughing like, ha ha, I have won the day. Uh, <laughs> you see this thing wraps its tongue around the, the uh, priest's leg, uh, just like dragging his hands across <laughs> the dirt. No, no, oh. save me, save me. Uh, and the toad brutally slowly eats him uh, and he is gone. Priest is off the board. That's what you get for messing with our friend. <laughs> As he's getting eaten, I would like to say, is this the fair scale that you dream of? <laughs> no, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair at all. <laughs> so maybe this is a rigged demonstration of religious power. Maybe. Uh, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. End of the round. That's going to be an ally action. Uh, I'll say uh, this time, Zerk, go ahead and roll me a d4. That's a two. A two. You see uh, some of the Rook vets come out. You see they are able to, in the chaos, uh, kind of free themselves from their um, bindings. Uh, you see like a couple of guards have like, uh, who are on their side now have cut them loose. Uh, you see a couple of Rook goons jump out. One of the goons goes up. Uh, who do you guys want uh, them to attack? Fergus. 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 Okay. This dude will take- Are the Rook vets like the Rockettes? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Then why are they dancing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, explain this it's to me. It's more of a jig than a can-can. Such luscious legs. <laughs> explain Dance the kick line. Days. It's so high. Uh, hits on one attack. The kick? Uh, not with a kick, with a club. <laughs> uh, does a big a four kick. damage. Wow. Four, so you fight with your fists and the rooks fight with their long legs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. 
Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. That is back up to Sib's turn. Sib is going to take another crack at Fergus. Come on, you need coaching or what? I'm trying my best. It's been a bad day for me, believe it or not. <laughs> I showed up at the castle and I was like, great, there's nobody out here. We're totally going to storm it. And then all of a sudden we were surrounded by like a million dudes and they kicked the shit out of us. It was bad. <laughs> um, and this guy who really fucking hates books uh, was talking so much shit. Yes, I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to feed him to the slug. <laughs> that's a 15 to hit. Misses. We could take him to a library, maybe. I don't know. Yes, actually, that's kind of a nice idea. <laughs> uh, Sib takes a second attack. Damn, Sib can't hit for shit today. Um, uh, misses twice. Henry, that's your turn. Okay, so I'm going to um, sort of struggle up to my feet and swipe at Fergus with, uh, with my claws. Great. 16 to hit. That does hit. Whoa. Holy Ooh, shit. Okay. Uh, that just hits. So, uh, Henry, you are feared. You almost just kind of like get up. You're feeling dazed from this weird poison that um, mm-hmm. Madam Whitlock stabbed you with. Uh, and you just kind of close your eyes and swing forward with your claws. Whoa, whoa. Get away from me. I need space <laughs> to run away from you. Cousin, wave the white flag. Wave, wave the flag, cousin. Yes, we should both run. Uh, that is 10 damage. Sweet. I'm going to unleash my final incarnation and have... Uh, Shank attack. Okay. I'll say Shank does not have disadvantage. Uh, great. That's a 23. Yeah. Super hits. Shank, you're not afraid of this guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just a shadow. I already died today, so who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I want that kind of outlook. That's 10 damage. 10 damage. Fergus is uh, looking a little beat up, but just kind of roaring and continuing to fight through the pain. Okay, um, then I'm going to go back to back with Shank and action surge. Whoa. Yeah. Hell nice. Let's give him the one-two claw. And another 16. Wow. You hit. That is 11 damage. Starting to look a little messed up. Okay, cool. And then I'm going to uh, second wind. 
you uh, kind of gather yourself, um, you breathe deep, you try to get over this intense fear. You, it's like you're getting fight or flight and you want to fly. This is your first time ever in your life staying and fighting. Is Shank giving me like a tiny little shoulder rub? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna be all right. Wow. It's still gonna be happy hour when we're done. Thank you, careful with the claws. Okay. <laughs> I need to get a shadow. It seems so supportive, such positive self-talk. Yeah. yeah, you gotta feed it all the time. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, books don't really need to eat. They just do it for fun. <laughs> yeah, they just make the food. Uh, that is the town guard's turns. Um, they were swinging on Henry. They're going to keep doing that <laughs> for the Baroness. I might go down. Uh, okay. First one hits with a 20 to hit. Second one misses. Uh, big three damage to you, Henry. Okay. Just jump in the pit, guys. That is <laughs> Madam Whitlock's turn. Um, begins whipping her parasol around. That's right. It's a parasol, not an umbrella. What's the difference? I'd love to learn. Parasol is fancy. What? Does it keep out the rain? Swings at. No, parasol is for the day. It's, it's from for, the Latin. Yes, it's for, it's for your. It's for the sun. It's for okay? the sun. It's for the sun. Okay. I mean, like an umbrella could also be for the sun. It's dual. It's purpose. for your face. <laughs> uh, swings at. <laughs> uh, ooh, baby. Um, that is a twenty-two to hit. Oh God. Para Henry. Ooh, that's only four damage. That's nice. Um, but go ahead and give me another deck saving throw. Yes, baby. Oh, thank God. I was um, going to have to dex, use my final. This, I rolled a, oh, it's a dirty 20. Dirty 20 um, passes, uh, attempts to um, do the same thing, uh, hooks your heel, but you're able to get up over it. You don't fall for the same trick twice. Next one is a 16 to hit, is going to hit. Six damage. Uh, and then makes one last attack, swing the parasol around. That is a 15 to hit, misses. Yes. God, um, I'm so fucked. That is Sebastian's turn. Sebastian. Remember, is, he has a guidance. Sebastian is going to stand <laughs> up and go, okay, yeah. I'm not going to yield because it looks like the other side might kill me if I yield. Please do. Very well. I'm going to attack the least experienced person here. Uh, That's grabs, my guy, Grabs Sui. a pike and attempts no, to, to swing at one of the guards. <laughs> Evil Willy. Yes, that seems like your age range. <laughs> Wah Willy. Sebastian hits Wah Willy. <laughs> <laughs> you see Sebastian? So a pike is a D10. Sebastian barely adds anything. He adds one, but he rolled a 10. And these dudes have 11 hit points. So you see Sebastian takes like a cheesy stance and then lunges forward and then just randomly sticks the pike in, goes right through this guard's helmet and his head explodes. Wow, oh that guard God. was at least 18. That's the <laughs> oldest person you've hit. I've done it. Good for you, Sebastian. I've killed someone in their early 20s, cousin. No, no, no. Oh, wait, you killed them? I thought that maybe you just knocked them out. Knocked them, no. <laughs> was I supposed oh, to? Was that? Or is that what we're yes. doing? I saw someone get oh, eaten by a frog. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's everything's out it the seems, door. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, you see, Congrats. you see a werewolf full on eating someone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are we not killing people? Uh, use discretion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use discretion. Uh, Fia, that's your turn. Uh, you've got okay. one guard up here in the mix, two goons, uh, Madam Whitlock and Fergus. I want to push Madam Whitlock in. She is ten feet away from the pit. So I could tackle. Do it. Um, if you want to shove Madam Whitlock, using the attack action, you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature, either to knock it prone or push it away from you. Instead of making an attack roll, you make an athletics check 
contested by the target's strength, athletics, or dexterity. Um, if you win the contest, you can knock it prone or push it five feet away. I'm going to say she is 10 feet away from the pit. You would need to shove her once, win, shove her again with one of your bonus action war cleric things, and win mm -hmm. again. If you beat her on two shove attacks, I will let you shove her in. All right, then. Let's try to go for it. Sweet. Yes. I would like to shove her in a way that I can... I'd like to try to shove her in a way that I can steal her parasol. Just for the sun. <laughs> okay. Um, she goes... Uh, she has just uh, struck Henry. Now who's the petty king? Fia, Fia you full-on girl-child rage just run forward and attempt to shove her into this pit. Just a uh, pallid scarecrow. Go raging. ahead and make a contested athletics check. Okay. Uh, she is going to use acrobatics. I didn't even use book first help yet. That's going to be a 24, baby. Wow. She got a 21. Roll a 19 on oh, fucking yes. die. You run towards her. She sidesteps you thinking she's like super clever and athletic and acrobatic. You see, she does like <laughs> a cool duck, whips her parasol around, does like a cool no hands cartwheel. Um, you, without breaking stride, mm. full on pro wrestling clothesline her, hook her head and Hell keep yeah. running her towards the pit. Um, do you want to use a bonus action and try to throw her in? Yes, I will what use my final What are you doing? You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. I'm delivering you to the horror. Uh, go ahead Consider and make... me a horror mailman, and then I will do another one, and I'm going to use the help action from Bookfire for this one. Ah! Bookfire jumps in. I have another uh, fucking 19 on the die, bitch! Woo! It tips. I think unless she, unless she crits, Woo! she can't stop it. Dude. If she crits, Dude. I... What? what? She got a nat 19. What is your bonus? <gasps> Plus five. To that, is, that is her bonus. Chrono shift, bitch! Yes! Wow. Wow. <laughs> that time, she got an 18. She fails by one. <laughs> you um, know, I actually prefer it this way. You almost reaching your goal and missing it and falling into a toad's stinky mouth. Have fun, bitch. <laughs> Don't fuck with our witch. Yeah. You and um, Madam Whitlock are... Um, wrestling back and forth you like uh you've got her in this clothesline you're dragging her close towards the pit um you both collapse um you guys get into this like down and dirty scuffle by the pit um you go to grab her parasol from her she leans forward to grab it pulls back you let go and kind of trip her and she goes ah, ah, uh, and falls back into the pit uh, and you hear the croak of this horrible monster uh, as she disappears uh, into the pit 15 feet down. I um, wasn't planning on completely trying to kill her, but I'm not going to save her. And she kept <laughs> fucking poisoning Henry. Uh, that is hey. the goon's turns. They are going to take, one of them is going to take an opportunity attack from Henry. Great. That is a 17. Uh, 17 hits. Cool. Um, can I say that as that guy's running away, Shank trips him and I punch him in the face with my claws? Yeah. Oh, watch where you're going there, bud. Shank prank. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Uh, dude looks messed up, um, but scrambles to his feet. And these two dudes run towards Fia and attempt to shove her in the pit. Bring it on. Um, oh, fuck that. Fia, give me the first athletics check as this dude attempts to shove you. First one is a 16. 13 plus a 5, 18. Uh, takes a second shove attack. 
Shout out to the two crew. Four. 11 plus yeah. a 5, 16. Um, Fia fully just out wrestles this one, dude. You guys, it's raining out down in the mud. I'm tall and gangly. You think that you can topple me, but actually there's much girth. Uh, next dude <laughs> is going to take two shove attacks on you. That one's an 18. That's a nat one. Uh, Henry oh. and Zerk, you guys see this one goon shoves Fia into the pit. As he shoves hey. me, I want to say, real original idea, goon. Where did you come up with this move, huh? Well, I certainly didn't get it reading books at the bar. Oh, that's who did it to me? Um, Fia, you I take will three cut damage. Up your library card in front of you. Fia, you okay. take three damage um, as mm. you crash into the bottom of this pit. Very much Return of the Jedi style. You and Madam Whitlock down there. What have you done? Oh, shit. What have I done? I've delivered you to the Todlamax. <laughs> and is... I'm here to see it through. That is Fergus's turn. Fergus looks really concerned that his sister was just thrown in a pit. Actually, no, you, you know really... what? He's just in a fucking blood rage <laughs> and is going absolutely nuts. You ought to go down there, man. <laughs> go down where? What happened? He's going to go ahead and take three cracks at Henry. Um, oh, I'm definitely down. 16 to hit. Mm. That it does. 12 damage to Henry. Bye. Uh, <sighs> cracks Henry across Ugh. the head. Henry drops. Zerk, you see Sebastian has just stabbed this dude. You see Fergus um, <gasps> swinging his hammer, like getting ready no. to tee up. Goes up and attempts to swing uh, across uh, Sebastian's back. Oh, come on. 14 to hit Sebastian. Sebastian is wearing a breastplate. Has Sebastian used his guidance yet? Sebastian has not used his guidance yet, but Sebastian nice. just passed. Sebastian um, okay. did not get hit, um, but uh, Fergus does get one last attack. Um, Rook Vets, that, that one, high kick to his aid. That one is absolutely going to hit Sebastian. Um, you see, Sebastian is not dead, um, but in one, just like he's like celebrating having killed this one guard. Fergus uh, swings, hits Sebastian in the back. There's a loud bang, like a blacksmith hitting the anvil. Um, and you see, he flies forward. Looks like Fergus's hammer lost no momentum, just going through him. Um, and Fergus and uh, Sebastian just drops on the ground, knocked out. That Ooh. is. <gasps> The Toad Lamax's turn. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Toad Lamax. Go I, ahead. Uh, I point to the salt hanging around my neck <laughs> so that these toads see <gasps> I will steal its moisture if it eats me. You are down here. Um, you see this giant slug beast with um, the bottom half of a slug, like super slow moving, just kind of slithering towards you. Um, mm. But with like the top half, of a very dry toad. Um, and you see, <laughs> opens its mouth. Someone took your moisture as well. Shoots its <laughs> tongue out. Fia, go ahead and give me a pure luck check. 11 through 20 goes for Madam Whitlock. One through 10 goes for you. Okay. Come on. Oh, a dry toad. <laughs> Impossible. That's a 12, baby! Yes! yes. I worry for you, Madam Woodlock. You just look so tasty. You see, tongue wraps around her neck, um, and is uh, you see like a shock of necrotic energy as um, Madam Whitlock screams. Um, it, this is just like pure horror energy. Um, Twelve necrotic damage to her, and then this thing 
pulls her within five feet of it, drags her, and does a bite attack on her. I guess this is the fate of someone who pours salt on slugs in their life. <laughs> so uh, this thing does hit on the bite. So you see, wraps around Madam Whitlock, um, mm -hmm. shock of horror energy into her. She yells, pulls close to her, bites down on her, does 22 damage to her. She oh instantly God. looks so hurt. Uh, target is grappled. Uh, it cannot do swallow yet. It is just biting her, and she has her hands over the thing's jaws uh, and is just trying to fight it off, trying to not get swallowed. Okay, um, while she is doing this, I want to say, Madam Vidlock, is this what you want to die for? You want to no, die for the Reaper? No, this is not. No, no, no. Wouldn't you wish that someone help you out of this mess? Yes, of course. I'll give you whatever you want. Whatever you want. You will give me anything I want? Whatever you want. Say it loud enough for your goons to hear. I'll give you whatever you want. Tell them Fia is in charge now. <laughs> Fia's in charge. Um, Baron Bunginia. <laughs> I don't actually aspire for pol political gain. I just really want to. Uh, Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have her do a charisma check against Fergus's intimidation. Okay. You hear Ooh. her yell out, mm. the fight is over, that's it, give them what they want, give them what they want. And you hear Fergus, uh, you see like the Rook goons kind of look like confused, aren't sure what to do. And Fergus grabs one of them and goes, keep fighting. Emily, go ahead. You can make the roll for Madam Whitlock. Her charisma, okay. uh, her persuasion is plus three and Fergus's intimidation. <laughs> Is plus eight. 14. 14. Okay. 14 plus three. So he has a plus eight. If I roll lower than a nine, she will successfully call off her goons. Shout out to the three Cree. Three. <laughs> <laughs> you see these guards and um, a, a bunch of these goons jump down in the pit and start trying to help uh, Madam Whitlock with the Toad Lamax. But you see. Fergus is still fighting and the other guards are like afraid to stop him. So Fergus is still around. Um, so down in the mud, all of these other guys are down here trying to get Madam Whitlock away from the Toad Lamax. And um, Whitlock is trying not to get swallowed and turns to you, Fee, and goes, the deal is off if I'm dead. If I'm dead, kill every last one of them. Okay. I will let you know. Your life I will spare. That is Sib's turn. Sib is going to run over to the pit stick one dagger in the side and reach their hand out towards Euphia and go, buddies for now? Buddies for now, but I have to see this through down here. All right, uh, you see they- Thank they, you, but I have to get Madam Whitlock out of this. You see, in no time, they just I do like take their hand though and kiss it since they put their hand out. <laughs> uh, you see I'm they, assuming that's what they meant. You see they go, milady. Um, and then <laughs> kick off and do like a vertical um, cartwheel back up onto uh, <laughs> onto the dirt, run towards Fergus. I feel like they just did that to show off. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Would you not, right? <laughs> um, hits Fergus once, um, but that's all they need because they get sneak attack once a turn. Uh, so they are going to do 5d6 plus 3 damage. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> hell yes. Uh, you see 16 damage. Um, Woo. You see, Fergus has just swung through Sebastian. Uh, Sib uh, runs up behind him, stabs under his ribs. You see, he goes, oh, um, bunch of blood comes out of his mouth. And he goes, now nah, you fucking pissed me off. 
Sib is going to go, I know, that's why I'm doing this, uh, and is going to take a <laughs> bonus action hide uh, and <laughs> <laughs> fucking disappears. And then that wow. is, uh, I am just realizing right now that I mm-hmm. skipped Zerk's turn. So Zerk, oh, um, oh. we will just have you play your turn now uh, because um, it's my screw up and now you will have a better sort of uh, view of the battlefield so you won't waste your turn. Okay, yeah, I got kind of distracted by watching Fia fall in a pit. Uh, <laughs> but I'm out <laughs> of my stupor into now. A pit. Let's not Let's not spread the fall rumor. I saw Fia gracefully dive into a pit uh, and I also saw... Henry straight up die. So I'm going to ask you a question. I have cure wounds, but I also have uh, an experimental elixir. Yeah. Each one of them is a spell slot. Uh, Cure wounds is 1d8 plus 3. The elixir is 2d4 plus 3. So it could potentially do like one more point of healing. Can I use that instead? Totally. Yeah. Um, I run towards Henry with a silver cocktail shaker in my hand, just shaking it loudly. And I say, (laughs) Henry, open up. Uh. <laughs> uh, and then I uh, jam it into his ear and pour it in. Oh my god! Why the ear? <laughs> it's got to be in the ear. Um, go ahead and roll uh, uh, HP. The ear to- canal is very susceptible to healing. <laughs> I use it a, a cocktail shaker. It's such a it's such a pump fake. I just I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. This is the science. Uh, that is eight points. Thank you. That is Henry's turn. Henry, you are back up. Okay. Uh, equilibrium. No, keep your, still keep a your head tilted. Weird. Keep your head tilted. Yeah, no, I wish I. I'm swimming. I'm swimming in here. <laughs> uh, I guess first of all, bonus action. I'm bringing Shank back. Sweet. Fight's not over yet, buddy. Ah, uh, what? I thought we were dead. All right. Yeah, you just sit there. So <laughs> my right. shadow is sitting behind uh, Fergus. I'm gonna. I'm gonna swing at him one more time. That is a 16. Ah, uh, hits. Just hits. Oh, hell yes, dude. That's 14 damage. Still mm-hmm. standing, but looking pretty hurt. Looking That's looking good. very much human now. Huffing and puffing, bleeding, going, you still want more? Yeah, you know what? Why don't you do like everybody else did and yield? Your sister's in trouble. This can all be over. I ain't gonna fucking yield. Okay, why don't I yield? Henry, Mr. Henry, no. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, enough people yielded. It feels like, it feels like everyone's yielding left and right. Shank, what do you think? You want to yield? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Read the room, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Even Shank won't yield. Come on. I'm saying. That is the town guard's turn. Both thought I yielded. I'm going to say the, the, the town guard, um, the one who was not killed by Sebastian, is going to, uh, is down in the pit, is going to help Madam Whitlock um, with a strength oh, okay. check on her turn. So mm. that is okay. Madam Whitlock's turn. Madam Whitlock, if you save your turn till after me, I can cast guidance on you. Uh, you see, she goes, okay, uh, is just like uh, <laughs> trying to force the frog's mouth open. That is Sebastian's turn. Sebastian's going to make a death saving throw. Oh, oh God. 18 Oh, passes. we have guidance though, right? Doesn't he has guidance, he... but he got an 18. He's fine. Okay. Nice. Um, Fia, that is your turn. Okay, I will now no longer Sebastian will have the guidance because now I am casting it on uh, Madame Whitlock. Wow. I am really, really, really believing in your, the possibility to change. I have a habit of believing in people who let me down. I hope you will not join that parade. 
You cast Guidance on Madam Whitlock. She's going to go ahead and make a strength check with advantage. And add a d4. I will add a d4. She has a plus zero to strength, and she needs to beat a 15 to get out of this thing's grasp. She she can't do it even with a d4. Rolls a one and an eight. Uh, you see, still Ooh. fully getting fucking swallowed. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, no. um, you see the two goons that are down here um, are going to start taking cracks at the fucking toad. Madam Whitlock, hang on. We need your leadership. You should yield. Try yielding. To the toad. Yeah. Um, toad does not have we'll high with AC, the toad. but has pretty good HP. Um, these goons managed to do uh, do 17 damage to the toad. Um, it's just like eyes roll back, still eating Madam Whitlock. It looks, <laughs> looks fine. Bleh. <laughs> that was the toad. Bleh. Um, this is very cute. Oh. We must save this animal and establish a sanctuary. Uh, that is Zerk's turn. I will run over to Sebastian uh, and cast Spare the Dying on him. <laughs> nice. Okay, Sebastian. <laughs> I fish out uh, the sole remaining shrimp tail that I had from my alchemical experiments earlier, and I shove both pieces of the shrimp tail into his nose. <laughs> he, he says, I am oh. starting to think Zerk likes shrimp more than Sebastian. <laughs> I'm starting to think he doesn't know where a mouth is. <laughs> you see, uh, you see, uh, Sebastian coughs um, and barely wakes up, and he goes, Zerk, thank you. All I've had today is brunch. <laughs> you danced beautifully, sir. Thank it's you, now rest. Meal. That's something you would have had recently. <laughs> Well, normally I would have brunch and then lunch and then a, a, a midday snack and dinner. The more you talk, the the least sorry I feel in, for you. But in the dungeons, all they gave me was You need was to brunch. rest. I cover his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there is something innocent in his privilege, though. Yo, like, yes? <laughs> uh, he goes back down. Yeah, I should hate him more than I do. Uh, that is Fergus's <laughs> turn. Fergus is um, still fucking swinging. He is going to take swings at Henry again. All right. Ooh, man. 20 to hit. That'll do it. 11 damage, Henry. That'll also do it. Ugh. Knocks him down. Um, Bye. Rushes over to you, Zerk, uh, swinging oh. the hammer. I'm going to take your fucking head <laughs> off, zonk. I can make you booze. What you uh, want? <laughs> uh, that is a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Good Lord. Um, 12 damage, Zerk. Okay. Uh, cracks you Still across up. the chest. You roll back. Rain pounding. Fergus continues to charge towards you. 14 to hit Zerk. That misses. Misses. Yes. Swings. <laughs> uh, you're able to hop back and get out of the way. That is Dressage. the Toad Lamax's turn. The Toad is going to attempt to swallow. Uh, makes How a bite does this work? Because Madam Whitlock does have guidance. Uh, he just makes a bite she's attack. Doing a save. He just okay. makes a bite attack against her. Nothing if the um, toad swallows her, does the toad become the baron? Unfortunately, <laughs> and yet I will give him my vote. So the toad, oh, yeah. the toad Lamax is going to attempt to swallow her. Uh, plus eight to hit. She uh, has AC of sixteen. So twenty-four to hit. Uh, oh, you see, Madam Whitlock is swallowed. Yeah, you would imagine she's probably not dead, but she is uh, in deep, 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 deep trouble. Oh, dear. Then that is the end of the round. That is an ally action. Uh, Caldwell, go ahead and make uh, roll a d4. Ooh. Somebody else want to roll it this time? Yeah. Uh, M, why don't you go ahead and roll a d4? Two. 
Yeah. It's the raccoons. Uh, do you want them to attack the toad or Fergus? Those are the two enemies Fergus. right now. Fergus. Fergus. I want them to attack, to attack Fergus. We've got people down here. Roll two d20s plus four to both. A 16 and an 18. Uh, oh, hell both, yes. Both hit Fergus. Uh, roll two d6s. Woo! The Rook Miss Spectacular. A one and a six. So 11 damage. Jeez. Woo. Yeah, Fergus is, Fergus is looking fucked up. Zerk, um, at the top of the order on initiative 19, you see Fergus uh, has just taken out Henry, is uh, bearing down on you, has just swung, hit you, swung once. You've rolled out of the way. You see Sib suddenly appears um, behind him uh, and is going to attempt to stab him in the back. As a natural four, that is a miss on the first oh. attack. Goes and stabs. Mm. Um, you see, like, fully hits. But Fergus is just too fucking meaty. And Fergus just keeps running. Doesn't even affect him. See, Sib looks fucking concerned. Uh, <laughs> and goes um, and throws another dagger. Shout out to the two crew. You see, uh, Sib throws another dagger. Hits Fergus in the back. And he just ah, keeps rushing at you. That is... Henry's turn. Henry, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. What were those daggers right. made of? <laughs> Just regular steel. That's concerning. That's a five. That is oh. a fail. Fuck. Um, mm. Henry, as you feel yourself slipping away, you begin to see your life flash before your eyes. The good times, uh, going out on a boat for the first time, seeing the ocean, Dancing on your wedding night, having your yeah. son, being with your family, but you also see the bad times. You see the moments when you ran away, uh, quitting jobs just because of like internal pressure, leaving town when your ex asked you to, fleeing to Thornkirk when you were being chased by this strange figure that you later learned uh, was called the Prophet Cain, uh, this, yeah. this man who tried to cut your shadow away. But you also see moments that you don't remember. And Whoa. yet, as soon as you see these memories, you just inherently understand the context and what's going on. You see yourself, and this looks just like you, but like in different clothes, in like different eras almost. You see yourself mm. fleeing on a rowboat on the morning of a battle, escaping your duty, like leaving before the sun goes up, like before you were supposed oh. to make an attack, you see yourself what? in a similar position to where you were in earlier today, uh, watching somebody that you know, in this case, uh, it's somebody that you love being sent to the scales, but you are too scared to do anything. And you see after this string of memories, everything goes completely black. And... You hear a voice. You hear Shank's voice go, Come on. Come on, Henry. You can't die now. We were doing so good this time. He sounds far away. You open your eyes. And um, you hear as he's talking, he's starting to get older, starting to have just like that kind of that like older pitch to your voice. Um, mm hmm just a little bit more strained um, and you see the old version of you standing over you trying to pull you up and you are in a black void and suddenly you see the image of a scythe stick into the shadowy void 
and begin tearing him away from you. This is the same feeling you got when the Prophet Cain tried to rip your shadow away the first time. Um, no. And you see as he begins to dissipate again, as he begins to like turn back into Shank, you hear the old man speaking to you urgently. You can't die. This is the closest we've come, Henry. The closest we've come to what? What are you talking about? To breaking the curse. I fucking knew it. Uh, you see he is pulled away and Henry, um, everything goes black. Right. Oh, fucking course. <laughs> And that is Madam Whitlock's turn. Madam Whitlock. <laughs> Madam yeah. Whitlock. Well, Whitlock. Oh. I guess you were just being self-deprecating. You really are cursed. <laughs> On Madam Whitlock's turn, you do not see anything happen. She is just inside this fucking toad. On Sebastian's turn, Sebastian is knocked out. Um, but no, he's stabilized. stabilized. He's oh, stabilized, yeah. but he's knocked out. Um, Fia, mm. that is your turn. Uh, do I have from Volk any insight if uh, if I damage the toad that it will cause it to uh, expel? Um, I will say if you want to make a strength check to try to pull her out, I'll allow that. Um, or you can try to kill it. Whatever you want to do. Okay. I, I look to one of the goons and I say, will you give me the help action to try to uh, grab her hand, bring her out? Uh, you see one of the goons goes, yeah, I'll help you. It's not the one who made fun of me about books, right? <laughs> Bygones be bygones. It's fine. You know, I betrayed Sip. <laughs> I threw a dart at you. I threw a bottle at you. Bygones be bygones, right? Okay, this is not a water under the bridge situation, but I will take your help. Okay. Okay. Oh, I quit! I quit! Holy fuck. Wow. Um, <laughs> this goon goes over, um, and just this, this meaty dude grabs the rim of this thing's mouth uh, and attempts to like extend its jaw and you just fucking fearlessly reach in feel all this fucking like stopping a turkey and gunk um, and you feel a hand grasping out um, I, you, I bat the hand away and reach for the parasol <laughs> you have the parasol um, you fully yank Madam Whitlock out covered in this necrotic goo just doesn't it just like fully just lands on the ground and passes out she is beyond fucked up okay i have held up my side of the deal i will deal with this with this creature uh maybe one of you stay down here one of you go after fergus um you see uh the guys down here go we think we're just gonna kill this thing. It's gonna kill us. Okay, have fun. <laughs> um, uh, the other goon uh, is gonna take a swing at this thing. Ooh, it fucking crits. Ooh, baby. Okay. Uh, does a good 11 damage to this toad. All right. Guard down here misses. That is Zerk's turn. Um, Henry's down. Yep. How hurt does Fergus look? Very hurt. Hmm. Don't worry about me. You, Shank says to Zerk, do not worry about Henry. <laughs> that makes me worry way more. <laughs> no offense, Shank. <laughs> um, I think Zerk, as Fergus is like bearing down on him from the ground, readies his crossbow bolt and just prays to the trickster. <laughs> does a 15 hit? A 15 does not hit. Oh! Uh, you see the bolt... Sticks God in his it. shoulder, and he just keeps charging at you. The trickster is very tricky, you know? It's like in the name. <laughs> it's right in the name. I should have known. Know. 
That is Fergus's turn. Fergus continues to charge. Takes a swing at you, Zerk. Yep. Shout out to the two crew on the first hit. Oh. Nice. I roll one way. 19 to hit on the second hit. That hits. Only four damage. Rolled a one on his D10. Oh, nice. Still up? Yeah. Last hit is a 24 to hit. That does hit. Come on. Nine damage. I have one hit point. Oh, ah, my ah, God. Zerk, <laughs> Fergus bashes you in the ribs. You feel like several ribs break, um, and you clutch your stomach and fall <clears throat> over, gasping, but still conscious. Um, you see Sib is, like, wrestling with Fergus, trying to stop him from killing you. Uh, you're having flashbacks to that first night in Thornkirk. I spit blood out of my mouth and say, I've been hurt way worse than this. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Did I look kind of hot when I died? Was wow. I a little bit cute? Murph feeling spicy today. Wow. That fucked me up. Spicy, everybody. You uh, just kicked our marbles all over the floor. Damn, this is like campaign one Murph coming in. That's right. Uh, if you want to uh, listen to my players yell at me, you can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Nah, get it. You are going to get it. That's right. To listen to our after show. Uh, in the meantime, does anybody have anything to plug? You know what? I have something that I wanted to plug and I forgot. I don't know if I ever did it, but my sister's folk album came out. So I and I promised her I'd shout it out. Nice. So uh, check out check out her band. Honey Magpie is the name of the band. Uh, there's a website. They're on Spotify. And I think they're beautiful songs. So check out have a Honey listen. Magpie, everybody. Fun fact. If you, if you go on, um, there's a lot of love in the family because if you go on Spotify and you go to Emily Axford and Honey Magpie, you get uh, the other one in your requested artist. Is that true? That is really? true. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Also, it's cute that you listen to me, Murph. Does that mean yeah. that you go to my That does mean page? I listen to you. I do listen to you when I work Aww. sometimes. Yeah. I listen, to, I listen, I listen cool. to your album when I'm in the gym sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nice that the algorithm understands love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the algorithm is good. <laughs> um. I would love to shout out our P.O. Box. We've got some more fun stuff there. Uh, if you would mm. like to send us things, you can send it at 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California. We got some great stuff. Uh, Stephanie D. sent us her homemade bachelorette-inspired one-shot. Whoa. Complete with <laughs> fake roses and handmade tokens. Uh, wow. I really want to try it. Uh, I think it's called the Bachelor Elf, which is very funny. Very funny. <laughs> Um, Stephen C. sent us a hand-knitted pawpaw, mm. uh, which is so like, sweet. gosh, a pawpaw dripping with even more love than Moonshine <laughs> could give it. That is so good. Thank you so much. Hey, let's not talk about Moonshine's limitations. <laughs> can, uh, they don't exist. I, I hate to say it, but Stephen C. There is C's no limit to her love. <laughs> uh, Jeff S. sent us another trove of Blu-rays, including <laughs> Transporter 1 and 2, uh, and also a bunch of Van Dams. <laughs> Hell yeah. At this point he's doing it he's doing it against Murph. Yeah. <laughs> At this point I'm just picturing a dragon with like a horde of Blu-rays and they just want you to come over and like hang out on their couch. Uh Deborah W, aka at Dewberry Panda, sent me a painted Hungry Dave Frisbee. Whoa. Uh, hanging in my office now. Very cute. Thank you very much. Uh, and some good luck charms. Donna L. sent us the book, The Magic Nesting Doll, which is made by her sister-in-law. Uh, Donna writes that the art in it reminded them of Eldermorn. Ooh, so nice. congratulations, Aww. Donna, and to your sister-in-law as well. 
And finally, uh, this one's great. Jade P sent us a massive hand knitted blanket, aka hashtag one big blanket. Oh yeah! Whoa! It weighs it, over eleven pounds and is perfect. for Is napping. that the blanket that we I've have been waiting? Blanket? I've yeah. been waiting for you to shout this out because I love it, and I my cats need on it all the time. It made its way to the Axford Murphy household, Bowie and loves I, it. It is yeah. a our treat. cat is obsessed with it and it's so and as someone who loves like a weighted gravity blanket it it serves that function it is an amazing blanket thank you so much that's amazing damn oh, yes thank you so much uh, and thank you to all the people that sent us fun things uh sweet oh yeah uh thank you all so much for listening uh we'll be back next week with another episode of eldermorn um in the meantime you can follow us all on twitter uh at chmurph is me at caldy is caldwell at exford is emily and at jake horitz is jake and you can tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d we are It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means I need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., a crew of radical teens who live their lives toad la max. They spend their days doing cool stunts on their slime-covered snowboards and preaching the benefits of a salt-free lifestyle. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jibe G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B, audience members who placed bets on the Sib versus Toadlamax fight. Luckily, they all bet on Sib escaping at the last moment, and now they're all rich. Trickster be praised. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, Batilda's Witch Coven. Each of them also lives in an abandoned train car, except for Andrew M, who lives in a normal condo and is mercilessly razzed for it on the Speaking Stone chat. Danny P, Elena C, Mixologist Michael McD, and Balnor's Boy, people who had their shadows removed by the Prophet Kane and swear by the procedure, mostly because they're all assassins and can now sneak around much more easily now. Andrew B, Justin I, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, Trele the Crayfay, and Jared E, inventors of Sprite Away, a revolutionary tonic that can keep pesky fairies from messing with you for up to 24 hours. It's also got 3,000% of your daily iron requirement and may or may not just be made from melting down iron nails and mixing them with milk. Christopher B, Austin Bonesaw MR, Daniel R, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, and Octolich, a family of swamp creatures that was also at the scale ceremony. Fia used to be in a book club with them, but had to quit after Bookfar caught a bad case of mildew. Gay Gem, Skokilla, Destin C, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Kelvin Noodles. People swindled into buying potions from Zerk's mother. None of them got sick, but they did accidentally become invisible, and now they're all standing right behind Zerk and waiting for the perfect moment to embarrass him. Sergio, Salazar, Solomon, Zacharias de Sequani, Trash the Traveler, Jory S, Dana G, Caleb L, and Ryan, the fine purveyors of poison parasols. Sure, it's an ethically questionable business venture, but nothing keeps the sun out of your eyes like a poison parasol. Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese NS, a book club that meets at Blackthorn Hall and has been absolutely devastated by all this roasting of people for bringing books to the bar. Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G, an organization of werewolf doulas that has been trying to nab Fia for practicing without a license. They'll get her one of these days. Mateo C, Nabadger, 
Panama James, Adrian the Halfling Bard, and John H.N., Madam Whitlock's cronies who defected right before this public execution stunt. They didn't do it for moral reasons. They were just super pissed about having to find, sedate, and imprison a Toadlamax. Dan, Nikki W., Drew Nasty, and CC Lulu, a nest of Toadlamins. They're actually even more aggressive than Toadlamaxes. They're just very small. Jay, Barnesinator, Douglas A., and Michelle O., some villagers who saw Zerk whisper messages into pebbles to transmit them and are working on a similar invention they're currently calling a cell stone. Ritterin, Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, and Kevin M, the owners of Fia's favorite tea shop, Leaf Peepers. And Fia does indeed go in and peep the leaves, sometimes for hours on end, not catching the owner's subtle hints that they would like to close for the day. Austin C, Hogfish's above average hog, New York, Stephen C and KJ, Henry's shadow family. They show up every Thanksgiving to appear to him in mirrors and reflective surfaces with unblinking stares and dire warnings. Happy holidays. Raul N, Mike K, Maxwell C and Nick L, Toadlamax riders who participated in and were subsequently eaten during the first and last horror rodeo. Bad idea, everybody. Karen T, Ekathor666, Justin Raccoon, Nick W, and Michael C, super cool youth group Reaper Preachers who will throw you in a pit with a horror, but will do it while playing an acoustic guitar and hacky sacking. Esme M, Spartagnus, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, and Big Bad Beardo the Mad, pit wrestlers who would have been super useful to the Choo Choo crew for this fight. Unfortunately, they were preparing for their upcoming pay-per-view, Elder Slam. Eric McD, Jack Mehoff, Burley T, Axel A, Nero, Claudius, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus, Christian A, the peaceful slug people of Eldermorn who are doing all they can to get salt banned from bars and restaurants. All it takes is one dropped French fry to take out a family of these little guys. Jay Dragonborn, Jonathan O, the Sandrian, Ben A, and Feldonis, the young squires who have faced the Baron in fencing practice. Sebastian, a 30-year-old man, is the champion of the 9-12 league. Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K, and Brittany B, teenage fencers who once beat the shit out of Sebastian with sabers, forever traumatizing him into only facing tweens. Kyle H, Emilio D, Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S, Blair, the Bug Blair Barbarian, tweens who fought Sebastian to help him train. It took everything they had not to just knock him out easily, especially Blair, who almost injured Sebastian just by absorbing a blow from his practice sword. Ponk Chop, Chanil M, Argent, Alice, Manette F, and Pat L, the Trickster's drinking buddies. No one loves a house party more. They often polish off a keg and give each other excessively dumb stick and pokes. Lauren H, Janina E, Maddie Y, the eldest Barry, and Ryan S, Madam Whitlock's parasol designers. They are known for coming up with the coolest new concept parasols in every shape and color. The poison dagger part, though, is all provided by Madam Whitlock. The Bone Duster, Joshua H, Robot CRSP, Idrisil, and Brentley C, Batilda's tattoo artists. They spent a year doing an absolutely sick sleeve on Batilda's left arm, then one drunken night with the Trickster's party crew doing stick and pokes on the right. Micah B, Carly Ann, Clark of the Thunderfucks, Jorge C, and Connor Savage, the crew of rooks who got informed on. They were pumped to get out of their bindings and kick some ass at the execution, and now all of them have vowed to take up reading at the bar to stick it to their informant. 
B Chef, Russell H, Christopher J.O., Cole the Goldfish Gremlin, Logan S, and Benjamin SK, the Toad Lamax's trainers. It's a pretty easy gig because the toad kind of just wants to eat everything anyway. The only trick is to never bring any salt into the pit. Leviathan, Demay A, BioQuirt7, Remington CD, Mike R, and Everett P. Some folks who tested out Vervain's elixirs, most of them still have diarrhea, though somehow the elixir absolutely worked on Leviathan's muscle soreness. And that's all for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod to listen to our after show. In the meantime, thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. And thank you to all of our benevolent council of elders. We'll catch you all next time. That was a HeadGum Podcast.